Blog Talk Radio. personal success on a daily basis. Today's presentation, or rather before we get into that, our purpose is to talk to you about items that affect your personal development, such as the things that keep you from reaching your personal goals in life, fears, anger, hostility, And today's presentation is titled, How Strong is Your Intuition? Ten Ways to Develop It and Why You Should Try. In today's society, fears everywhere. The media and the World Wide Web have undeniably played their part and created an immense amount of stress, anxiety, and uncertainty While many have found their mental health has suffered, we also start to question ourselves and everything around us. We fail to trust our gut instinct, also known as our intuition. Intuition tells us right from wrong. It lets us know when we are doing something that isn't in alignment with who we want to be, or our values, and vice versa. It's that hunch that we get when we are sure or unsure of something. Yet, many of us fail to use our intuition, especially since the pandemic caught us all a bit by surprise. The unexpected happened. Yet, this doesn't mean that our gut instinct is always wrong. And I want to, so what is an intuitive person and how can you develop your intuition to feel better aligned in your life? Well, you know, I've been listening to and hearing about the incident that happened and with the submersible. And the funny thing is, is we all have certain fears in our lives, but in certain places, we tend to have to listen to them. And I want to read this because I think it's important. So, because it really, it really shows you just how you really need to listen to yourself. It says here, and this is about the Titans, Chris Brown, a millionaire digital marketing executive, told British media outlets that he changed his mind about taking part in the dive after coming to the conclusion that the operating company, Oceangate, had cut too many corners 
when it came to safety, I found out that they used old scaffolding poles with the sub-ballast, and its controls were based on computer game-style controllers, he told the Sun newspaper in an interview published Tuesday. If you're trying to build your own submarine, you could probably use old scaffold poles, but this was a commercial craft. Eventually, I emailed them and said, I'm no longer able to go in this thing. And I asked for a refund after being less than convinced. So this is just an example of just how if you listen to your intuition, it can really help you because it tells you when to fear something. You know, we all have that fear that fight or flight when we're going to either stay or fight or just take and run away. And that's our intuition. And we developed it back in the days before technology, um, or, you know, in the early days when when we lived with predators in, in the forest and you were, didn't have the, the technology and the knowledge that you have today. And that intuition is what kept us alive and kept us moving. So when you understand that, you need to learn how to listen to your inner self talking because you can work out a lot of things that way. What is an intuitive person? Philosopher and writer Judy Krishmurti once said, Intuition is the whisper of the soul. Intuition unearths our innate and deep desires. It forces us to align with them or face discomfort due to resistance and chaos. When it comes down to it, an intuitive person can understand and acknowledge things without necessarily solid proof or evidence indicating it to be good or true. Many intuitive people are also creators who seek out new ideas and possibilities with the help of their imagination. Yet this isn't a prerequisite by any means. Highly intuitive people understand themselves in depth. They have explored the self-introspectivity and seek out continual self-growth. They reflect before making a decision, and they tune into their feelings, allowing these feelings to play a partial role in guiding their decisions in life. So as you can see, how you make your decisions in a relationship in the workplace many a times often depend on you being in tune with who you are and your feelings about the situation that you're in, whether it's a healthy environment, whether it's a healthy relationship, or whatever. Now, I can remember even from the time I was a young child, before you heard about elderly abuse, before you heard about disability abuse, before people acknowledged 
that there is a line between discipline and abuse. I knew at 12 years old that I was being abused, and I remember climbing out of that bedroom window and wanting to run away to get away from it, that it was a very toxic and hostile environment. But a 12-year-old doesn't have an, the, the means to do something, and in that situation and in those times, relatives were not going to intervene because they didn't understand or you, that what abuse is. They just thought of it as discipline. So understanding that, understanding how things have changed, why we are where we are today, and how it makes a difference in how society treats certain situations. Because today, if I'd have climbed out of that room, I could have called the police. I could have gotten help. I could have had and made sure that I was no longer going to be abused. Is it possible to develop intuition? Yes, it is. With practice and some introspection, you can flex your intuition muscle. Everyone has intuition. Just not all of us use it regularly. With that in mind, Try the following 10 ways to develop your intuition. And I know someone that she considers herself a very intuitive person, but I don't believe she's as intuitive as she is, as that she's very petty and very jealous of certain things that go on and the way she reacts to it because of, the, of the, the way and the things that she has said. Keep a dream journal. So dreams don't always mean something, but recurring dreams or patterns can indicate ideas or thoughts deep in our subconscious, which, when uncovered, can help us understand ourselves better and where we are in our current life. For example, a dream about falling often indicates we feel unsupportive or insecure in some way. Determining the why behind us can help us step, step forward using our intuition, which can then guide us toward redefining our life with what feels right for us. Do you realize that when you dream, you're in REM sleep, which means you're, you're so in deep in, into who you are, in, into yourself, and that that's when the subconscious really comes forward. And the experiences we have are the things that play on our subconscious mind and will always sit there to be thought of at times when we are not actually aware of what's happening because we're in such a deep sleep. And what they mean by it being REM sleep is because it's a rapid eye movement. That's when your eyes are moving 
it the the fastest. And you have to get into that REM sleep to really relax, to really feel what you're feeling and to really just totally let go. And when you're free floating, <laughs> that is when your subconscious comes to the forefront and is able to look at and work through ever things that you experience consciously that can really hurt you. Meditate. Yes, this is recommended for basically everything from reducing anxiety to controlling your mind and emotions. However, the thing about meditation is that it offers a quiet space for us to tune into our breath, the one thing that keeps us alive and often runs on autopilot. It shows us that we have more control than we think and provides a space for us to listen to ourselves a little closer. Meditation also creates a gap between us and the external stimuli, which we constantly expose to every single day. We rarely shut out technology or other people. Yet meditation gives you a few minutes to do so. That which may help you interpret your subconscious mind better. Remember, we're talking about the subconscious mind. And 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 Freud came up with the id, the ego, and the superego. And the superego is your subconscious thoughts. And the ego is your conscious thoughts. Uh, and, you know, when you look at psychology and you look at certain things that happen, these are things that have been known for centuries. And where we are today and how we verbalize and how we say things today is very much a play on what happened in the 18th century and the 19th century. And when scientific technology started studying the brain and how the brain works and how we consciously take things in. And we've evolved so far. We're able to, when you allow yourself to get in touch with what you're really feeling, to really work and deal with it. So remember, in the the 1960s and the 20th century was the beginning of the self-help industry and psychology and where they started talking about things in a way that everyone could understand it. And meditation really was looked at as Middle Eastern, you know, the Asian, coming out of certain parts of the world. And if, if you even look back to the Native Americans, in many ways, what they were doing with spirituality, but it was also a form of meditation. 
practice using all your senses by paying closer attention to all five senses, including taste, smell, sight, hearing, and touch. We can actually go a layer deeper and get in touch with our sixth sense intuition. Try this quick practice. Name five things that you can see, four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. Always remember, your senses are really help you interact with the world around you. If you look at a baby, what do they do as they're beginning to 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 be aware of what's going around. First thing they do is grab something and put it into their mouth. Why? Well, through taste, they're beginning to learn to taste things. It's, you know, when when they eat food, they, they eat soft food because they don't have teeth yet, but they're also beginning to discern the differences in different tastes. Put those hunches to the test. Are you feeling that you may get bad or bad news? Do you have an upcoming gathering you have planned will go well or something bad might happen? Alter your plans accordingly or see if these hunches come true. Write them down and see what happens. Often, have you ever had someone call you and tell you that someone passed away and you said something was wrong before it actually happened? We all have a a deep intuition, but until you actually recognize it, until you really get in tune to who you are and what you're feeling, You don't always pay attention to your intuition, but it's always been there. Tune into your body. Are you feeling sick, on edge, or nauseous? Your gut might be trying to tell you something. And yes, this is likely your intuition talking. It may be best to follow your gut sometimes. Or if you're feeling anxious or short of breath, perhaps this is another intuitive sign that a specific situation isn't right for you and your life. Our bodies can really tell us what's going on. Now, I happen to use a CPAP at night and I've been using it for several years and how many times have people said oh I suffer from insomnia I don't sleep at night usually it's a sign that you have sleep apnea because if your body is tired and when it gets really relaxed then what happens is you you really get into what's happening, what you're feeling. 
But if you are someone who doesn't know how to interact with your feelings, with your emotions, and be in tune to yourself, this is where meditation comes in. This is also where yoga comes in because they help you get in tune with yourself. And I can remember when I was in college and we would study about deep relaxation and you would get a tape and you would put it on the tape recorder and it would just tell you how to tense up and really feel what you're feeling and then how to relax and let go and just feel that tension, just get out of your body. Well, that's also another form of meditation. So understanding how to incorporate different things into your daily life will help you get in tune with where you're coming from. Go forest bathing. Forest bathing is a term used in Japanese culture that refers to sitting or walking or simply being amongst nature. As we might already know, being amongst nature and green spaces is good for our overall health and well-being, yet it can also help us clear our minds and delve deep into our intuition in the most natural way possible. You know how people like to go hiking in the woods and listen to the birds and just be in tune with what's happening around them. You know, in a lot of ways, that's what we're talking about because you're taking in the world around you, the beauty of what's around you. Native Americans used to be in tune to nature. They, The things they did, if you looked at the Native American and you really studied their, their culture, their real culture. Remember, once Christianity came into it, Christianity looked at things in a certain way, and they were going to go out, and they were going to bring people to Jesus, and they, were, and they, they didn't respect other people's faith or religion or how it helped them get in tune to what's going around, going on because they felt they knew better than anyone else. And you have to recognize that some of these old ways were ways of being very intuitive with nature and what's going on around you. Learn from your mistakes. We are human and we all make mistakes. However, Sometimes we have a feeling like we knew that action or endeavor wasn't right for us. If you can recall how you felt and why you didn't follow that feeling, you can then learn from it. Get in touch with your intuition and avoid repeating this mistake. Write and reflect on your values. What's important to you? What moments in your life have felt 
the most meaningful? What type of stories inspire and empower you? What does your ideal world look like? Asking these types of questions can help guide you toward developing concrete life values. These are based on your intuition, meaning when you know your values, you can make decisions more intuitively than not. And always, always think of the things that can help you get in touch with yourself. So what I'd like you to do is write these questions down. What's important to you? What moments in your life have felt the most meaningful? What type of stories inspire and empower you? What does your ideal world look like? When you have the answers to those questions, then you will be able to better get in touch with your intuitive self. Do a digital detox. Okay. I know this is recommended a lot, but figuring out your intuitive sense comes down to creating some space within your life. Unfortunately, technology tends to fill many voids and leads to confusion regarding our own inner thoughts. So let's drop the text for a second by doing a few hours without it. Read a book, meditate, or go for a nature walk, sands, podcasts, or music. This can help you clear your mind and de-stress, which can open up your mind to your intuition. So we're sitting here talking about intuition and things that you can do to truly help yourself get in touch with where you're at within yourself. And before technology, before podcasts, before radios, even when you look back on ancient times, most of the time they didn't live long lives, but they were very much in tune to where they were and what they were doing. And think about a young child when they go out to play and they, they're interacting with other kids and they're talking and they're saying things and that's but they're, they're free thoughts. It's once you end up in school and you got to conform and you start learning that you forget how to listen to your intuition. Therefore, take and acknowledge where you're coming from. Play a sport. In many sports and athletics, our intuition drives us to make quick decisions on the go or on in play, getting into the mode. More helps us dig into our subconscious mind and make these gut feelings decisions on the fly. It also shows that we can trust ourselves, such as when we make an awesome play and score that game, changing the goal. 
go inward and uncover your intuition and let it guide you. Our intuition teaches us <coughs> to trust ourselves and rely on ourselves. It helps us better align our life with what we truly want and desire. It also can ensure that we feel less guilt or confusion regarding where others end up and we begin. All in all, it can contribute to a greater sense of self, guiding us toward happier, healthier, and better alignment. So, when you look at the fact that we all have certain intuitive thoughts and feelings, but because of what we've learned over the years, we have not and we've lost the touch that we had with our intuition in the past. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com. We have some articles there you could read, and you can get both individual and group coaching to help you come to terms and recognize yourself. 